0: Neville Goddard expert Mr. 2020 is an author, coach, and popular teacher in the Law of Attraction. He has a very active social media group of more than 50,000 members who are Neville Goddard and Law of Attraction fans. And in that group, 20 and his wife Victoria are in daily contact. Now, if you struggle to make sense of Neville Goddard, if you want Neville's teachings to be simplified, or if you simply want faster results from the Law of Attraction, here's Mr. 2020 to show you how. Well what a pleasure it is now to have Mr 2020 on the show 20 welcome
1: well thank you so much it's it's my pleasure and uh, you know Mike I've been looking forward to this since you brought it up
0: terrific and likewise uh, I've been so much looking forward I'll tell you why I'm looking forward to this so much because the audience of this podcast are likely to be people who are coming back from some kind of a setback whether that's a health money relationship business whatever They either are coming back, thinking about coming back, or they know of somebody who's getting out of the quagmire. And I know you're the kind of guy that has experience from a practical, personal uh, perspective, but also you've got this experience of, of applying and now teaching as you do the Neville Goddard philosophies. And this is what we're going to get into. But first of all, Not everyone who's going to be watching and listening to you now, 20, is uh, going to know who Mr. 2020 is. So can we just wind the clock back a little bit to uh, what you're happy to tell us about your earlier days. You're in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, but you've got an accent, which means you weren't born in Melbourne, Australia. Take us back to 20's uh, earlier childhood. Where did you grow up and what was life like uh, wherever you were born and grew up and went to school and the earlier
1: things in your life? I got to tell you this podcast is perfect for me and it's perfect for me this month because i I was born april fool's day i was born three months early two pound four ounces Uh, i was supposed to be born in july the feast of john the baptist that's who i was originally named after but i was born just a little thing i was sick all my life till i was about 10 years old When I got into thinking differently, I picked up a book. I found a book around the house. Actually, it was by Wayne Dyer. And I found another one, uh, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And my life started changing from that moment forward. Uh, What's really cool is when I was... So I basically went from being this sickly kid, 10, 12 years old, to a teenage black belt, award winner, professional athlete, fitness level. Life, I was on top of the world. Uh, I became a cop. Uh, from there, I became a prison guard because I was trying to get into the Pennsylvania State Police. And when I was 23 years old, on October 26, 1989, I was beat to death in a prison riot. I had four months on the job, and essentially, my life, my career, my marriage were all over. And it was it was it was that that was the first incident that what brought me here to Australia. We'll talk about later, I'm sure. But that was the one where I discovered, uh, and and some people don't like this, but I'll just put it the way I experience it. PTSD is the imagination out of control. That's the imagination creating living hells for us. And I got to say, when when I finally discovered that and discovered how the work of Neville Goddard fit in with that and fit in with my life, that's when I found freedom because treatment wasn't doing it. Drugs wasn't doing it. Drugs, meaning pharmaceuticals issued by a doctor. Uh, Alcohol wasn't doing it. Alcohol, uh, professionally administered by myself to myself. Yeah. None of that stuff was making the difference. I even retreated to the woods for a while. I figured if I can live with the grasshoppers, I'll be peaceful. But it wasn't until I had the insight, PTSD, and probably a lot of other things that we Tend to hush away in this society. Uh, it is nothing more than imagination out of control. This and, and that's where that began.
0: All right. So, what we've just heard then, uh, twenty, is that you've you've come through adversities, a range of different adversities, adversities right from being born three months right. premature. Day, uh, day one. From day one. And so the battles were there. But we can almost fast forward then, uh, because that sets the scene to the guy we're talking to here, Mr. 2020, uh, knows what it's like to experience pain, physical pain, being beaten near to death in a prison riot. So there must have been physical pain as a consequence of that. But the emotional and psychological scarring from the uh, imagination gone out of control as you. Described. So there's a tipping point from all of that. Then you found that the alcohol self-administered wasn't working. The prescription pharmaceutical drugs weren't helping. And so uh, you read uh, a book that you mentioned, "How to Win Friends and Influence People" by Dale Carnegie. What
1: else happened at that tipping point time in life? Twenty. So, so I'll tell you about the Neville Goddard experience. When I was twelve years old. So I got hooked on these positive thinking books. I realized if I fed myself good food, literally and mentally, spiritually, that I could take back my life. And so there was a little bookstore about a a mile outside of town. It was called the Corner Bookstore. It was essentially an old barn or tool shed turned into a bookstore. And you could buy books for 25 cents a piece. So I'd go out there every weekend on a Saturday morning and I'd buy five, 10, 15, 20 books. And I'd look at them on the way home. I mean, they were such treasures to me. I'd just gobble them up and get out of the store as fast as I could. And one of them was a book by this fellow named Neville Goddard. And I'll never forget, I would have been about 12 years old and... uh there was too much scripture in it. I was raised Catholic. I wasn't into that at the time. And I got some good stuff out of that book. I I What I got out of there changed my life, but it never made it home. It ended up in a rubbish bin. It's like, I, I'm not even going to take that home. I don't even want to get into that with my mom or anything. Then after the riot in Camp Hill, uh, I got out of that and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do with my life. I don't want to be a prison guard anymore. I can't be, they won't even let me be a cop again. And it's like, well, I, start, I looked into this thing called Amway. It's like, this looks cool. Good products, good people, positive thinkers. Uh, the only thing I got out of, out of Amway was I love the soap. And my upline said, I got a hankering that you'd enjoy this book. And he gave me a Neville Goddard book. And I made it a little further that time because it's like, all right. I mean, it's a little scripture still for me at that point, but it's like, oh, I got, I got some good bits. And again, I returned the book, no big deal. And it was probably about five years later, I was experiencing a spiritual crisis. And then I remembered this Neville Goddard guy that basically said something like, everyone will go through this process. As you're discovering who you are, how life works, your old concept of you is going to die. You're going to have to discover who you truly are. And that caught me back in the Neville, and uh, which is really wild because I would have never thought that I'd be known for sharing his work. Yeah, you know, I, I had my own little thing I wanted to do, but uh, it's just become such a cornerstone of the way I teach. You know, literally living from the state of vision, exploring how you perceive the world because your imaginal experience leads your physical experience, and for, we've been doing that now for. 20 years. And it's and it's just been a marvelous adventure of just really helping people get, you know, how you perceive the world, how you perceive money, how I perceive you will determine how we dance. And I just want more people dancing.
0: Well, how nice is that? You want more people dancing because you're dancing. They say living the dream, but you're living the imagined dream and and filling it into reality and and um Uh, and uh, you with your wife, Victoria, there living in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, and and more power to you and to your wife and to your followers. Now, let's talk about followers, and then we'll come back to the work of Neville Goddard, uh, what you do with Neville's work and how you've seen this uh, help others come through adversity, get their feet back on the ground, sometimes physically, sometimes metaphorically. Uh, Absolutely. And kick ass. Uh, So, um, uh, because I know there'd be questions you probably have seen over your 20 years doing what you now do and do it well uh, that keep coming up. I know that's a fact. And there's challenges that people have when they first uh, are introduced to Neville Goddard's work, one of which I also uh, had that same uh, confrontation, if you like. There's too much scripture, there's too much God talk. And, you know, there's ways of getting through that as you do. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, you've got a you've got a Facebook group, Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard, with over fifty thousand members. Now this is one of the most active groups I'm a member of, and I'm a member of a number of groups. But this group is is full of positive, praise, giving, active members who you are also engaging with every day. You're very hands on. I mean, you are obviously very real and genuine about your love of what you do, your love of life, your love of Victoria, and your love of the clients who work with you. Whether that's through picking up your your uh, your tips and your suggestions through your Facebook group, or whether they engage with you on a more uh, committed level. So, I'm going to mention here right now. By the way, uh, there may be some but two things. One there'll be there'll be somebody watching you now 20 or listening to you on the audio who has no idea what we're talking about when we say neville goddard we 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 need to answer that and the second thing is i know there'll be people who want to go and see more about what you do and how you you work and you've got i know you've got a website i'm going to mention it now but it will also be in the in the show notes of this uh podcast ManifestingMasteryCourse.com. We're going to come back to that, but ManifestingMasteryCourse.com. If you're listening or watching this and you've seen or heard enough already and you feel it behind your belly button, I want to to know more, just go to ManifestingMasteryCourse.com and dive in. I did and I have not looked back. All right. How, if somebody says to you, 20, who's Neville Goddard and what's he about? How do you describe it in a sentence or two?
1: About a hundred years ago, there was this fellow Neville Goddard, who, uh, from what I can tell, Neville had this insane curiosity about how life works. You know, he was raised Anglican and, you know, you know, Bible-based, you know, God-loving, fearing family, that kind of thing. But he had a hankering—I'm um, using that word a lot today—to go to the go to the states and preach the word of God. Now the fun thing is, when you look at that, uh, he basically learned some of the basics from his father. Left this, left Barbados in 1922. Uh, about ten years later, uh, was was you know working with a fellow named Abdullah who taught him the mysticism side, so on and so forth. But what it came down to in Neville's work mm-hmm. is Neville really understood that consciousness is the only reality. And when I say that, I don't mean that the physical world's not real, because what you're aware of and what I'm aware of are two things. One, there's the physical world that follows, the imaginal world that leads. And what I mean by that, it can come down to something as very simple as uh, we talk about something I call the girls giggled. There was a young guy. He's hanging out with his mates. They're skateboarding and doing what young fellows do. And they spy some, some girls across the way. And the young fellow decides to break off from the pack. And he starts to walk over to the young girls. And the girls do what girls do, which is they look at each other and they have a giggle. The young boy. Yeah. Take, looks down at the ground, turns around, puts his tail between his leg, goes back to his mates, never gets near talking to, sniffing, touching, dancing with, or marrying a girl forever. Just, you, just traumatized. Mm. And the question that I always ask is, why did he turn around? Why did he turn around? And most people will say, because the girls giggled. And it's like, no, 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 no. Why did I go from being beat to death in 1989 to having, you know, all that heartache, all the hardships, the flashbacks? It wasn't because of the trauma. It's because I kept imagining the trauma. It's because of what I imagined about the trauma and there's the biggest key in the world right there for me manifesting isn't this quote-unquote magical mystical thing but it makes elephants drop out of the sky to me this whole quote-unquote manifesting thing is it's about every moment of your life and whenever you get that and this is again it goes to what neville taught nothing happens in your life until you you without you giving it life And you give it life by what you imagine. Again, yeah. before we got on the thing, I I told you I've been looking forward to this because it didn't take long. I just clicked on your thing, watched about 10 seconds of you and went, oh, this guy's darling. He's alive. He's sincere. I just can't wait to dance with you. And I stopped. I didn't want to listen to any more because I wanted to get you live first. But it was that... It, it wasn't that, I mean, I could have looked at the same thing and and imagined this guy's corny, this guy's weird, you know, but instead it's what did I imagine when I saw you, when I saw who you are and I saw where you're coming from. I imagined I dancing with you, sharing something that'll bless people because no matter what your trauma is, and I know you know this, you know, if you're coming back from something, I mean, you know, at any point in time, you can. Decide I've had enough in a lovely way or I've had enough and I give up. Give into the good, give into the potential, give into the possibilities. Because I got to tell you, if you're know, moving around the world, I, I moved around the world literally totally shutting down shop, moving around the world because I imagined having a life with this woman that I'm married to against all odds nobody yeah you know, in australia we've got fairly strict immigration policies there's nothing on there that says hey we want an internet marketer to come to australia yeah we want a, somebody who's considered a coach or a spiritual teacher to come to australia i mean they want nurses doctors carpenters they want all those things you yeah, know but i'm not on a on a gifted list i'm against all odds they said yeah let's welcome this guy Against all odds, I got citizenship, against all odds. But it was because, again, of that imaginal act of imagining growing old with her, you know, being a blessing with her, and living from that state, everyone plays their part. You know, just listening to you,
0: Neville, as you uh, Neville, Freudian slip, uh, you, you, you could be Neville in, in another body, of, who knows? Uh, listening, n- listening to you there, 20, uh, I can well imagine how uh, followers of yours become clients of yours and then become a coaching client of yours because I know that you do offer uh, one-on-one coaching uh, for a fee uh, and I can imagine those clients of yours who are having uh, one-on-one coaching with you would would really just soak that? In. Like I was just so not just the praise you were giving to me. Hey, I've got an ego, uh, and I was loving it. But but uh, but soaking in that wisdom and the tone. You know, the tone and delivery is also very important. Nothing to do with Neville Goddard, but just your style. And I and I had to make a note because I know it's rude to look away from you, and and, and it must look like I'm not listening, but I am. But I must. When you give these pearls of wisdom, like anybody does, I take a note. Give in to the good. I love it. You know, there's a whole post there. Give in to the good. Uh, all right. Twenty twenty has give Mr. Twenty Twenty. He's got fifty thousand. Him and his wife Victoria. Who who? So you're in partnership in this. In this. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Is it a
1: mission? Is it a path you're on? What is it that you're on? What are you doing? I call it the kingdom. The kingdom, you and We've, and we got, two- this, we, we've got this kingdom. We're the king and the queen of the kingdom, oh. who are inspiring other people to become the kings and the queens of their kingdoms. Oh. Oh,
0: there, look, there it is. Uh, look, I'm a copywriter, and I'm already impressed with with you, with what you're writing as you're speaking it. Right? Uh, okay. So, ki- king and king and queen, uh, Mr. Twenty Twenty and Victoria, uh, you've got this. Uh, work that you're doing together, you're you're reaching out to uh, more and more people. I know you're a very busy guy. Uh, you've been doing look when the when the likes of Doctor when I when the likes of Doctor Joe Vitale hear me say to Joe, oh, I'm 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 talking with uh, 2020 about Neville Goddard, and he says brilliant. Then you know with that level of um, uh, respect, you know, this guy, Mr. 2020, is the real deal. Uh, and, and there's been others too who have said the same thing. All right, then, let's come back to uh, manifestingmasterycourse.com. That's where uh, you, the listener, or you, the uh, viewer of this video, can go. 20, not everybody like you and I gets Neville Goddard at first reading. I still have difficulty with some of it. Uh and you would you would get questions from your followers and your clients that that seem to repeat, even though they're coming from different people. What's the one question you find you're most often asked?
1: Hmm. It's going to have something with how do I make this easy? And 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 so I always ask, Tel, t- tell me what's your desire? Hmm. Right? And, and and what I get is well, I've got this problem and what I got to do is I've got to raise $24,000 and 19 cents by the 15th of the month. So that later on this year, what I'll be able to do with my wife, once she frees herself from, and I say, no, 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 no. What do you want? What's your desire? Let's just skip all the backstory. What's your desire? And it'll come down to something like, I just want to spend time with my wife. And I said, cool. Right. So how are you using the tools in the toolbox? By the way, I am nuts being a copywriter as well. I buy domain names for everything. NevilleGoddardstoolbox.com gives you the three basic tools. And so I say, how are you using the tools in the toolbox? And they'll come back and I go, I'm imagining sitting on the veranda holding my wife's hands. And I said, right. Let's try something different. Let's try falling asleep at night. How would you fall asleep at night having had a great day hanging with your wife? And it's at that point that they start to get it. One of the things that Neville taught that almost everybody misses is you imagine what implies your wish is fulfilled. You imagine what follows it. Mm-hmm. Because if you try to imagine being rich and you open up your wallet and there's no money in there, now you got a war going on. If you try to imagine that you're popular and you look around, there's no one near you, then yeah, it, it's, it, it, you got a war going on. But on the other hand, if you imagine what follows, if you imagine what follows, if you imagine what follows. So here's what I did today. Before I get out of bed, I've got this routine. I call it my Joseph Goddard. This is dedicated to Neville's father. Before I get out of bed, I imagine 5 to 10, 6 to 12 uh, wishes. Typical events of my day already having gone my way. And a typical event of my day is a phone call. So I imagined what implies this podcast went my way so 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 before i, I so i'm laying in bed and i'm just feeling what am i feeling what am i feeling uh, i'm just feeling something like mike saying that was that was a blast some 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 so i'm like all right cool so i imagine that i don't imagine what i'm going to say because i want to discover it while i'm discovering it with you i'm not imagining our dance because i want to discover our dance together i'm big on discovery But what I imagine is the end and the end could be a little note that you send afterwards, but it's, it's me getting how happy you are because of what we accomplished and experienced together. And there's the biggest key for lunch. I've imagined Victoria's yum, Mm -hmm. the yum that follows the preparation of the food, the yum that follows the experience of the food. I don't imagine the food. I imagine what follows. Mm -hmm. And that point right there changes everything. It makes it so much easier versus I'm trying to imagine having a million dollars in my hand. A uh, million dollars fills a duffel bag. That's why bank robbers always ask for a million bucks, right? Yeah. Cop training, you know, <laughs> stuff, I mean, stuff that I don't want to know. I know, <laughs> but it's like radio. And, and that's the thing. You're not going to, you know, or people tell me, well, I want to, I'm imagining swimming in money. I said, why? It's filthy. I mean, like, so, <laughs> what, what do you really want? Yeah, yeah, here's a here's an imaginal act. I go to the store and I hear beep. That's it. I expect that beep. I don't I don't count my money. I don't imagine having 50 billion dollars in the bank. I imagine literally knowing when I pull the card out, it, it goes beep. And when it doesn't go beep, I, I am genuinely quizzically shocked. And nine times out of ten, it's their problem. It's like, oh, that machine always acts up. Rightio. So there's the biggie. Imagine what follows, what implies, what gives you that visceral experience. And this becomes so much easier.
0: Wow, doesn't it ever? Doesn't it ever? 2020, terrific. And what a breakthrough that is and must be and has been for me uh, when somebody who has been struggling, say, with, all right, Uh, shall we say, traditional law of attraction philosophy and instructions and the books and and all the rest of it that you could spend a lifetime studying, as many do, and I've been there uh, and still not be getting anywhere, doing all the mirror work and all the affirmations and it just feels like total bullshit when you're doing it and because it feels like bullshit, it is bullshit and nothing changes. But then Mr. 2020 comes along and puts things, uh, as Neville Goddard taught, into practical, down-to-earth, workable things that can be applied, not tomorrow, but right today, right even in this very moment. I love it, and that's why you're very popular, and that's why it's just a real blessing to have you uh, joining us on this podcast, 20. So that's the I suppose that question, number one question, kind of dovetails in, it's and excuse me for rewording the same question, but sure, uh, the challenges that that people most often bring to you uh, that you're able to assist them with when you do what you do, Victoria, and you do what you do with your Neville Goddard philosophies. What what's what are the common challenges, or one common challenge that you that you see
1: or hear? So, given given the people that you serve, this will be one that strikes home, I'm sure. I can't sleep. I'm an insomniac. I, I I sleep fitfully. Almost anybody that I've talked to that's that's experiencing a comeback or an event that they want to come back from will have sleep problems. And so here's the typical thing: you go online and you read. Uh, the average healthy human being gets eight to 10 hours worth of sleep every night. And you go, my God, I can't remember ever getting eight to 10 hours sleep every night. And then you start doing numbers in your head. It's like having $1.25 million in the bank by Friday at noon. It's all numbers. Numbers will drive you nuts. Mm. And so I, I made the first classic mistake because having PTSD You know, you know, being a a, I was hostage for 12 hours. I took naps when I was hostage. Yeah. I passed out when I was a hostage. It was a rough experience. Right. But so all that was anchored in was sleeping. So like sleeping was not fun for me at all. And so I did the normal things. It's like, right. What can I do to get eight to 10 hours worth of sleep? Well, the, the shrink gave me some sleeping pills, quote unquote, they didn't work. I tried Budweiser, Budweiser didn't work. I tried all kinds of things that didn't work. Uh, and then I tried imagining sleeping well, and you think that would work, but, but it was a war because I was at war with sleeping. So I was imagining sleeping eight hours a night, right? Classic mistake. I'm imagining the wish. So what's the, what would imply the wish is fulfilled? What would imply the wish is fulfilled is what you're experiencing now. I've been up since 430. I am on fire. Right? So I started imagining me as someone with high energy, laser focus, lots of fun early in the morning. And, and so that implies that I'm well-rested. That implies that I had the amount of sleep that I needed. I can't tell you how much I sleep a night. It doesn't matter. I know I tend to go to bed around 10. I tend to be up around 4.30, maybe 5. But how much I sleep in a particular night, I couldn't tell you. Because I've imagined what implies that wish fulfilled. Waking up, yep, let's rock and roll. Oh, micro, cool, right? Boom. And, And there's that lesson again. What implies your wish? And again, which always brings us to what's your real wish? Is your real wish to get eight hours of sleep? Or is your real wish an experience? Your real wish is almost never a number. Your real wish is almost always an experience.
0: Yeah, see, see, I'm into this as if I'm a client. What I'm hearing you say now, twenty, is reaching me and teaching me, and so I know it will be reaching and teaching and helping and guiding somebody else, or maybe multiple numbers of other people listening or seeing you on the video now, and it's just terrific. Let's just play. Let's just flip the coin over because not everybody who wants to get Neville or the whole concept of imagination creates reality, quote, unquote, gets it. Sometimes it's because they don't want to get it. They hear about it, but they've got their cynicism radar up too high. They're, yeah, right, you're with me. So, And I imagine some people, I hope I'm wrong, may even want to try and argue the point with you, someone like you, twenty. So, how do you deal with somebody who is not confrontational for the sake of being confrontational? Although I'm sure there'd be some people who have been like that over the last twenty years for you and Victoria, but on the concepts, I mean. But how do you deal with someone who says, "Look, yeah, I've read, I've read Neville, I've watched him on your, I've listened to your podcasts, twenty you and Victoria, or I've watched even YouTube videos and listened and." And it's just bullshit. I, you know, if I can't see it, I don't believe it. How do you deal with someone's comments like that?
1: This is lovely. Because so when I send people to nevillgoddardstoolbox.com, there's three tools there. And those three tools are the brilliance of Neville. Because he did three, you know, he taught these three th- for decades. And that's the biggest key because, and my question when I started deciphering this, I took my NLP background, applied it to Neville, and just noticed, what is this guy teaching? Why does he keep teaching this? Why does he phrase it this way? And we discovered one of the tools primarily deals with the past, one primarily deals with the present, and one primarily works with the future. And if you think about it, there's only three things you can do in consciousness. You can can relive or rewrite the past. You can surrender to the present, or lead the present, or you can choose where you're going, or you can just passively get somewhere. And and so long answer here, but this is what's really cool. Ready? Let's pretend you and I go to the store. You come, yeah, you come to Australia. We go to the we go to Woolies, and we're gonna buy mustard, right? And so you and I are in Woolies, and we're gonna buy buy some mustard. And lo and behold, you look over and you go, mm, that one, that was an imaginal act. If you went, oh, that one, you wouldn't buy it. But it has nothing to do with the mustard. It's about like literally, like, uh, you know, you, you experience a yum. Mm-hmm. You, you, when you watch a good pizza commercial. If you watch, they'll show you, hey, it's a bunch of people and some pizza. And then they'll show the pizza being coming towards your face. They'll see like the gooey cheese as it's getting closer. And you're experiencing the pizza and you go, I'm getting me a pizza. And that's the coolest thing because all day long, we're imagining things. If For me to get on this with you, I have to imagine get, having had gotten on this with you. Something will move my fingers. Something will move my mouth. If I imagine not saying anything, that'll happen. And, and and so, literally, this is how we live every moment of our lives. The key is, can you do it at different chunk sizes? Can you do it at different time frames? Can you do it for different areas of your life? And most importantly, can you notice where you're making it hard? Can you notice where you're claiming to be a victim? Because as soon as you notice that, it's like, as soon as I decided it doesn't matter who's president or prime minister, I'm being the blessing and I'm making a good living doing it. It didn't matter who was president or prime minister anywhere. And that's the big thing. Because whatever we imagine, you imagine it's going to be tough. It's going to take a while. It's going to be tough and it takes a while. You, but if you, you can make anything as easy as mustard just find your hand reaching for it. You don't make your hand reach for it. The hand just does it all on its own because you've imagined Yeah, mm, that, that's what I want. I want me some mustard. Just mm. it's, it's- I'm
0: going to go out and buy mustard and pizza. All right. So, so tw- 20, here's the thing. Here's the, here's another version, uh, <clears throat> not the cynic, not the skeptic, but somebody who is into it and thinks they know it all. Like, you know, I've got an ego sometimes you couldn't jump over. And when I first came across 2020 and the Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard Facebook page, and I'm of the imagination, I'm of the mindset, oh look, I've been reading Neville and all the rest of it. I know what what could anybody else teach me about Neville? All right. That, that's how I first came to be in your your kingdom with Victoria. Well, it didn't take very long before I was totally humbled. Because you were phrasing Neville's philosophies and teachings in a way I'd never been able to create in my own mind. That's why I willingly, oh, okay, no, there was a step before I willingly invested in one of your uh, entry-level programs, which I'm currently doing, and I. it's manifesting mastery, all right? So if you're listening to this now as the audience member watching uh, 2020 on the video, I'm I'm sharing with you now. I am a subscriber, an investor in one of uh, 20's courses, and it's Manifesting Mastery. And you'll find information about that at manifestingmasterycourse.com. And by the way, that's not a paid ad. This has got no, there's no there's no money changing hands
1: between Twenty and, and me, right? You you, you you paid me to make the ad.
0: There you go. <laughs> See, that's exactly how it works. So um, so what I want to make this point here is that. You may think you already know all there is to know about Neville Goddard's philosophies and how they work. I would challenge you that maybe you don't. And by working with someone like or getting getting into coming into the kingdom of 2020 in Victoria, you may start seeing things, seeing things, hearing things, feeling things in a totally different way because you'll start feeling hearing and seeing things in a totally different way that's what's happening for me and that's why i couldn't wait to be uh talking with you almost in the virtual in the virtual flesh 2020. well time always flies when you're having fun our time on this recording 20 is all almost up but i would really like you to uh to give our audience a, a parting thought a parting uh suggestion if you will
1: when in doubt stop and be still it's so easy to be a reaction but we literally program ourselves to be reactive to everything i just heard the magpies outside i could react to that and apologize profusely for the next 10 minutes uh I could apologize for just stopping and noticing what do I want to share as a parting thought. Yeah, we can get loopy so easy. Mm. And we, and when you look around, everybody's loopy. And, and and my invitation is when when there's a temptation to be a reaction, when there's a temptation to buy into the trauma and the drama, just stop and be still just for a moment. And while you stop and while you be still, because you are the stillness that all the movement happens within, you are the silence that hears the sound of my voice. When you realize that you're the the stillness, the silence, you get to notice, what am I giving life to right now? What am I putting in motion? And if it's not lovely, stop and be still, smile. <laughs> and the second part to all that is always have a giggle. The gurus always giggle. The, the preachers don't the gurus giggle because they get it and when you and when you get anytime you caught you catch yourself hey i'm i'm tempted to be a reaction <laughs> and you let that be an invitation to be still and have a giggle there's freedom always let yourself have the giggle that you noticed oh my god i was just about ready to go nuts stop and be still have the giggle celebrate you can I tell you my top secret agenda? Please do more play time and more playmates. When I got beat to death at 23, I started d- exploring what do I want to do? First of all, I want people to live their vision. That was the purpose of my name change. What's the core thing that I want. I want you to live your vision. How can I help you live your vision? Whatever that means to you. And number two, more playtime, more playmates. We live in a world that has play as a deficit. Hmm. We have play deficit disorder everywhere. And what I want is more playtime and more playmates. That doesn't mean I go water skiing every day. What it means is I get to appreciate the time with you, with my dogs, with my wife. I get to enjoy chewing on that lovely lunch, whatever it turns out to be. It's going to be lemon-spiced chicken today. But more playtime, more playmates, I got in eighteen seconds of watching you. That not only are you a darling, you know, you know, a playmate in the sandbox of life, but you too want people to have more play in their life, more playtime, and real genuine connections, more playmates. And I want to thank you so much for taking the time to to dance with me today.
0: What a dance it's been. I tell you what, you're on my next dance card too. Maybe next time, if there is a next time, we can have Victoria join us too if, you, if, if she's happy and you're willing and we can do it again because there's really, we've only scratched the surface. But, uh, twenty, uh, thank you very much for joining us and being on the show, sharing these pearls of wisdom. I've made notes. I've probably got 12 or so little pearls of wisdom you've dropped and I'm going to include those in the show notes Uh, We've mentioned a few URLs, manifestingmasterycourse.com. You've also mentioned nibblegoddardtoolbox.com. I'll include those in the show notes as well so that you in the audience can then explore what 2020 is on about in his kingdom with his Queen Victoria. But my recommendation, dare I say, I'm going to actually suggest you go and do it. Go and do what I did. Go and do what some of the fifty thousand people who are a member of Law of Attraction by Neville Goddard Group on Facebook do. They share their positivity, their experiences, their questions. Uh, Neville, uh, there I go again. Uh, Twenty Twenty is active in the group, uh, fully engaged with those who post, and uh, get on. Get on Twenty. 20- Here's the thing. Okay. You and the audience will do what you do and you'll make your choices. Here's what I suggest you do, because it's what I did. So I'm coming from experience here. Subscribe to 2020's email list and start getting these emails because there's lessons in every one of them. So the the investment is time and thought, energy, and that's it. Because not everybody's got the money to spend right away. Uh, that, that's just the, the hardened reality of some people's lives right now. Do that just follow some of the suggestions that 20 makes and Victoria make in their in their free emails. It'll come into your e- email inbox every day and then let, let be guided by that. That's my suggestion. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking now. I'm going to, uh, I've made a note here, uh, uh, stop and be still. I'm going to stop my mouth from yabbering and be still right now or I'll keep going for 20 minutes, you know, because you've got to shut me up. I could talk under wet cement, you know. Uh, 2020, we're wrapping up now. We've wrapped up. Thank you very much. Very cool hat, very cool hair, very cool, relaxed-looking. 2020 in the morning there in Melbourne with the leather briefcase behind you, the genie in the bottle in the lampstand there. We have to talk about that someday at another time when we've got more time. And you in the audience, thank you for joining us on this episode of the Comeback Coach podcast, whether that's audio or on YouTube, and look forward to being with you again really soon.